0: Welcome to the Nightly Muse. I am your host, Tanayashi. Tanayashi. And, um... Y'all, I'm tired. (laughs) Oh, I'm so tired. But anyway, um... This past weekend, um... I already told you about Tennessee, but one of the other things that I did was I, um... I got to be a part of, or I am, I guess this is a continuous thing, Um, I'm getting to be a part of this kind of like racial reconciliation, social reconciliation type thing um, at my old high school. It's called the Romans 12 Initiative, and y'all, I am... so surprised that (laughs) that i ended up back at my school not because i hated it but when i left i was not really planning on making it a round trip and so a lot of parents or people who knew me probably thought that i would end up being back at the school but i just did not see that coming and so like i did not get this the superlative of like kid most likely to come back like that was not the situation and so or at least i don't think i did i think i got the bible one and best shoulder to cry on which is like friend zone (laughs) anyway um (laughs) i did not expect to be back and i basically was only gone for a semester and i was still in my hometown so didn't venture that far off, um, but anyway, here I am, and I'm at this thing, and it's, it's about 50-50, maybe 60-40 in terms of white to black, um, or white to people of color, you know, spread, and It was just beautiful to see, like, people who were willing to to go there. Um, It's the first meeting, and it just warmed my heart to see, like, you know, I'm an alum, and their parents and staff people and all these people coming from different, like, branches of the school in terms of involvement, and... They're all coming to the table in hopes to to be a blessing to this school and to help promote and cultivate healing. And that's just something that something I believe in, something I'm passionate about and it it makes my heart sing. Um One of the things that I shared um, with the um, the person who's kind of the director of this, who I, I've been close with, corresponding with for a while, is my mom and dad, really. Um, they talked about, they would always talk about how much of a blessing my old high school was to my life, and it's true. It was a blessing, um, but one of the things that we never really talked about at home was just how difficult it was to be a minority there not in the sense that like i experienced like blatant racism every day it wasn't that situation i will always say and i've said this several times on this podcast the good outweighed the bad but the bad was hard um and And, in some ways, you know, like I was talking about in the previous episode, you know the there can be the great, good, bad, and the ugly, and depending on how bad or how ugly it was, that can sometimes not outweigh the good but be more memorable than the good and so that isn't the case for me, but it it it's about <laughs> they they share the podium, and you know. <laughs> It's funny thinking about future planning with my current situation being hella single. But um. we would talk about, you know, I hope one day, you know, that you strongly consider putting your student, your kids back in the school and like given the opportunity. And I, I was just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like they'd be all right if I didn't put them there. And part of it is just because I don't know if I want to put my kids in a position where they're they're always going to be a minority. Um, but to where they're constantly confronted with the fact that they are other. And though the conversation or the, the shtick is that you're made in the image of God and that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You're not always like, you, you don't feel that in that environment. Um, when you don't feel advocated for or um well represented or even like adequately represented as it pertains to like the demographics of the school and so with that being said that was something that i struggled with for a really long time internally i didn't really share that a lot because i wasn't necessarily trying to divulge all of that and say because again it it's not because the school wasn't a blessing to me it's just because i experienced you know it's hard when when you do hear a kind of racist or out-of-pocket statement and you're one of two um, black people in a you know 20 to 25 person class and you're just kind of like oh what do i do now <laughs> <laughs> and so um all that being said um the coolest thing about this initiative, about this experience is that you know, by God's grace um, I get to be a part of helping make my old high school um, the school that I would want to send my kid to um, that I get to be a part of Like, God's redemptive purpose at that campus. Um, Being a coach, being able to be with the kids and support them meant that hey you may not feel adequately represented at the school but i promise that if i ever catch wind of anything that's going on for you you will never have to advocate for yourself and that is what this group is accomplishing on a larger scale helping students that look like me or other minorities feel like hey you may not be adequately represented here but you will never feel like you can't like, like advocating for yourself is plan A. Like, and I don't mean self-advocacy being a bad thing, but I mean, like, hey, like, you've got nowhere else to turn, so you have to advocate for yourself. No, like, that should never be plan A. Especially when you're dependent and, and you're under the care of other people. Like, no, no, no. no. I'm gonna advocate for you I'm gonna take care of you I'm gonna I'm gonna stand in the gaps for you um, because you matter and because you are made in the image of God because you are fearfully and wonderfully made and because when I see you I see somebody else who God says is his workmanship and so if it's in my power when I see you broken And abused I'm gonna stand in the gaps and help make sure that that doesn't happen again that I'll do my part to be a minister of reconciliation and healing and so being a part of this initiative has given me a lot of hope and um, it's really sweet Because um, a high school does do a lot of things well, and it's really cool to be in a space where you have the opportunity to help, like, okay, you're looking around to see who's going to fix this joint. And God's like, hey, here's your opportunity. Grab a shovel and start digging. And, um, man, I am honored to roll up my sleeves and get, get my hands dirty with the people that have come to be a part of this redemptive work. And so I say this with a happy heart and a hopeful heart and... You know, nightly musers, I'm just, I'm just happy. And, uh, I hope that my, um, my words don't come off as, I don't know. I just, uh, in, in all of this, I want, I want people to know that hope is, is, um, the hope is a part of this. Like you can't. One of the things I say um, that I experienced from in a situation. <laughs> I liked this girl and we were corresponding. That's a phrase I use a lot. And uh, it was kind of my first time corresponding with a female oh it's such a funny word and there was just a part of me that in in the fun of it all i was still waiting for the carpet to be pulled from underneath me for the for the for the hatch at the bottom of the floor to just open as a surprise and i'm screwed over and hurt and um caught off guard and (laughs) <laughs> it was actually really ironic that i looked at hebrews uh my goodness it's like hebrews eleven one or 12 something the uh faith is the confidence of things to be hoped for and the assurance of, of what is unseen i actually wrote a song i want to say did i write a song that night about about faith <laughs> that's funny Now faith is the confidence of things to be hoped for and assurance of what is not seen. So with hope still awake and alive in my bones, I put my... I don't remember the lyrics. I put my faith in the giver of peace. I will trust, I will trust. Anyway. I don't know why i'm over here trying to remember a song i wrote this isn't even the place <laughs> as if i don't sing a cappella all the time um ironically had that moment write the song and then things kind of ended the next day <laughs> fun times the irony but i think god's intentionality was like i would have i would have experienced what i experienced being like see the the magic hatch on the floor was going to open underneath me the entire time but instead I had a posture of like hey God like if this is if this is where we are then that's okay and if not then that's okay too and and truly trusting God um and one of the things that I realized was that faith and pessimism cannot exist in the same plane. Faith is inherently optimistic, and. Um. I. I experienced all of that and realized. Um, with this initiative with race relations with social justice or injustice like i can't i can't live thinking that things will never change because that isn't faith that's pessimism that you know and and somebody will say it's not pessimism it's it's pessimism it's realism and it's like no like i believe in a redemptive god I, i believe in a god who redeems the irredeemable and so no i'm not gonna I will trust, I will trust and I may not see it but I, I hope um, and believe that maybe my kids will one day and that is something that this initiative has kind of like reawoken, reawoken reawoken (laughs) we're just gonna say that that's the word but it's it's kind of made that part of my heart come alive again of like hey like no this this is gonna this is gonna bear fruit we may not we may not know what fruit it's gonna it's gonna bear fruit though and it's it's the assurance of what is unseen like it's the confidence of things to be hoped for and the assurance of what is unseen and i really love that second half because it's it's the surprise it's the okay i have hope and i have faith that something's gonna come of this and then when that thing does come you're like man it's it's beyond what i could have dreamed up it's beyond my wildest dreams it's it's beyond my most lofty expectations but man that's been like my favorite thing about prayer so far has been like man praying every day you get to see your requests turn to praise reports, your your asks, your desperate asks to joyous, like, acknowledgements of God's provision and his goodness. Like, that is, to me, what I've seen, like, when I think about faith and, and, and petition and intercession, it's like, man, like, the thing that I can look at and say, hey, I've been praying for this, and then to see it, and see it in a way that you didn't even see coming or to, to see it kind of like form and to see it develop and unravel into something more beautiful than, than you could have dreamed is is what gets me at this table saying, hey, let's be a part of this initiative and help make this place a better environment for the next generation so that they don't have to experience the things that I did. So that maybe one day when I when I hopefully send my kids to that school, if that's what, you know, God wants, like, that I can send them in there hopeful, faith-filled, believing that their experience will be light years better than what I did, not because mine was that bad, but because god redeemed it that much and so faith faith and redemption that's what i'm here for and that's what excites me so nightly musers i'm gonna sign off on that because i'm tired this is another episode of the nightly muse i am your host tonight and shout out low fly low Shout out Blue Fly.